0: We Unitarian Universalists have long considered ourselves outside-of-the-box thinkers. We've been proud to carry banners defending often those on the edges that are left out or worse. And we've carried banners of defiance regarding whatever we believe to be backwards thinking or uh, outmoded ways of seeing the world and being in the world. We've questioned ideas and paradigms of all sorts, including conventional ideas and views about everything from relationships to religion, often including conventional wisdom, our modus operandi seems to have been that of challenging both authority and those who would follow. And maybe at times going a bit overboard and working from the premise that everything you know is wrong. And by you, meaning everybody but us. Uh But on our way here, many of us reached places where we questioned what we had believed before and have done some of the difficult work of saying to ourselves, maybe everything I know is wrong. But still, when we have come to this place where we label ourselves or think of ourselves as those that think outside of the box or the free thinkers, the uh, people who can see beyond tradition, we've kind of built for ourselves a new box. Bertrand Russell wrote, In all affairs, it's it's a healthy thing to hang a question mark on the things you have long taken for granted. So let's consider just for a moment what outside the box really represents. I mean, the box is normal ways of doing things um, and looking at things, assumptions that are typically made, things that are taken for granted and habits of the mind whether normal represents society as a whole, Shreveport, or this church. So outside the box would be challenging those assumptions and questioning everyday things. But the boxes that we need to breach are our own. Can you imagine just for a second actually living inside a box so that your only interaction with the world outside of you was by pictures and descriptions that were pasted on the walls or or written on the walls? Um, Even the best pictures and most accurate descriptions couldn't encompass the totality of one experience actually being out in the world. So you would develop all sorts of assumptions about the world that may not be useful and may not be true. This metaphor simply points towards how easy it is for us to limit our thinking. We've uh, used this story here as long as I can remember about the five blind men and the elephant thinking that... uh, in a way, it, it leaves room for all faiths and it makes the assumption that all of those faiths have part of the truth. All right. Does anybody not know the story of the five blind men and the elephant? Okay. The five blind men approach an elephant. One of them touches the leg and comes away saying, an elephant is like a tree trunk. Another one gets a hold of the trunk and says, an elephant is like a snake. Another one touches its sides and says, no, an elephant is like walls. Yet another gets the tail and says, you're all wrong, an elephant is like a piece of rope. And the the truth of the matter is they're all describing accurately some part of the elephant. And and we've used this metaphor for a long time as a way to explain the different views of ultimate reality that live in different religious traditions. But what if somebody, one of the blind men, misses the elephant and touches a cactus? Is that information still useful in understanding what God is or what ultimate reality is or or whatever the thing is that all of these different views are trying to grasp? So even, even assumptions that try to leave room for being open... Can have errors built into them. The ways we always think and the accompanying hidden assumptions are like the pictures and descriptions on the inside of that box. And they form the walls of our box limiting what we can see or know of the world, and the solution is to stop looking at those pictures and get out of the box. According to the Dalai Lama, in Western psychology, there is an assumption that everything must be accounted for within this lifetime. So when you can't explain what's causing certain behaviors or problems, the tendency is to always attribute it to the unconscious. It's a bit like you've lost something and you decide that the object is in this room. And once you've decided this, then you've already fixed your parameters. You've precluded the possibility of its being outside the room or in another room, So you keep on searching and searching, but you're not finding it. Yet you continue to assume that it's still hidden somewhere in this room. Well, we're part of Western uh, psychology probably, but I don't know that all of us believe that we have to take care of everything in this lifetime. Uh, I don't. But I am definitely inclined to look for things in the same places over and over again. I mean, if if my keys get lost in the house, I will go through the house 12 times looking in all the same places for the keys before something outside of that parameter will occur to me. And then I find the keys. Or maybe somebody else finds them for me. Thinking outside of the box is never easy, nor is it merely a reflection of being bright. Um, To leave one's own psychological comfort zone and explore solutions in the unknown on the outside requires a great deal of courage and creativity, Or else, circumstances that make being in the box so miserable that there's no other alternative. We don't like being uncomfortable. And discomfort is particularly effective motivation. Um, But why do we have to wait until things become uncomfortable to do something different, to look at them a different way, address them in a unique fashion? Uh, Finding ourselves free from an old rut is a delightful, exhilarating experience. In those new places, we might find insight and inspiration. Outside the numbing effect of our boxes, spirits awaken to both what needs to change and ways to go about it. What I call God... Is outside the box. And another way of looking at that is maybe God is in and out. As it stands, we're in a paradigm that no longer serves us. But this is true a whole lot of places on a whole lot of levels. We're in a historic time. I I believe that we'll begin to see long encrusted machines and boxes begin to crumble and change in our world. And we need to include our own boxes among them By considering ourselves free thinkers and outside of the box, we've gradually turned that self-identity into a nice little corrugated cardboard cube that prevents us from opening the very doors that we initially helped cut. Not to worry, we just have to get to work and again earn the title. What could be better than internally generating A new infusion of energy and ideas. There's a sci-fi writer named Terry Pratchett who remarked, I'll be more enthusiastic about encouraging thinking outside the box when there's evidence of thinking going on inside the box. I don't think I even need to... Give any references for that one. Um, Sometimes we need to be reminded that we don't know either. Reminded, as Einstein pointed out, that the difference between what is known by the most learned people and what is known by the least is infinitesimal compared with what is unknown. Seems to me we ought to be pretty adept at questioning our way back out of our assumptions. When was the last time that you questioned your own positions, thoughts, attitudes about Spirit, about justice, virtue, morality, prayer, community, purpose, love, God, truth, philosophy, relationships, Death, or for that matter, food, shopping, art, entertainment, music. And whenever the last time was, did you kind of shrug off the question or did you follow it to some place where you had a new understanding? Each of us may be one small shift, one small insight away from unraveling the things that have befuddled us the most our whole lives. After all, we are co-creators of our experiences and our lives and the world that we share with everybody else. And small shifts in our perspective and perceptions can make enormous differences in what we see. But we have to get outside of our routines, the ways that we think about things. One of the examples I saw when I was looking online for a little bit of stuff was when somebody wants to go buy a house, they start making some assumptions. Okay, I have to have money for a down payment. I have to do this. I have to have this. I have to have this. And it went through each one of them and said, that's not true. And if we extended a a little energy sometimes, and and I think we will, and maybe you already do. I need to be reminded to do that kind of evaluation on everything. A paradigm shift does not simply involve slight modifications to an existing model. This isn't an upgrade. It's like throwing out uh, those big old bulky things that took up whole rooms and getting a laptop. Whenever, whenever we find ourselves short on creativity or working off of habitual or missing habitual ideas or missing the broader view, it's time for us to break out. Individually, it means being bold enough to allow for considerable changes in and around ourselves and probably to instigate them. Maybe not. And as a church, it means letting go of those old ideas and having the courage to let those that press closer to the edge share their visions with us and maybe joining them there. In this community, it's our place to keep our minds open, to look beyond what we know at every moment, because it's there that the truer vision awaits, the ever-truer vision awaits. And from there, that we will lead if we're going to. This city around us is growing and changing. Since I grew up here, it's become far more metropolitan, even though compared to other places, it's still you know, pretty homogenous, not nearly as much as it was. Any assumptions I make about the area around us that I had when I was younger are not true now. And the ways that I need to interact with those people around me are different. I think that's true for the church, too.